Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Hey, beautiful. Hi, gorgeous. Oi. Gorgeous day out today, huh? We've been blessed. We we have been blessed. I'm so excited about this weather. I think it's one of the definite saving graces for us. Oh my god, it sure is. How the hell are you? Um, Allie, I'm great. Yeah. I just wanted to say your name. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Allie. <laughs> hey. Do you, um, sh- before we get into that, should we talk about our regular format just in case we got some new listeners? I think we most definitely should. Okay. Uh, today, we're going to talk about after we kind of get through our regular stuff, which we'll tell you what that is, we're going to talk about 10 ways to boost, boost your confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about, we're going to do a brief check-in, see how each other's been doing. We're going to do some shout outs. And then we're going to give you the, uh, the update on the confidence boosters. Yeah. And, and we can't forget our meltdowns. Oh, my God. Yep. I've meltdown. got such a good one. <laughs> it's a Meltdown City podcast for yeah. fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Now we can get started. Okay. Let's do a sh- quick shout out because, you know, um, last week or a couple weeks ago, Allie and I were kind of thinking like, the future of the podcast and, and all this. And then we got this most amazing text message from Barry Fott, an, an OG from the first season. Mm-hmm. So it just really motivated us. So thank you, Barry. Yeah. Thanks, Barry. He is um, our neighborhood coffee house owner, broadcast coffee. He um, has a great clientele, excellent product. Everybody should check him out. Who's on Capitol Hill or Near one of his other stores. Yeah. I picked up a two bag, two pound bag of coffee beans from him the other day um, over at the um, Central District location on Jackson. So you should follow their Instagram. I think it's Broadcast Coffee, Broadcast Coffee Roasters, but Barry Fott's the owner. Um, did excellent coffee. Check him out. So yeah. yeah. Thanks, Barry. And um, Nelson Lau, who's been, um, who is an, also on season one as a guest, he, he and I did, um, he's been listening to our podcast. So thank you, Nelson. And we caught up over virtual happy hour. We talked for like an hour and a half. We talked all things podcasting, pandemic times, you know, it was good. Oh my God. How is the... Uh- God, COVID-19 impacting the Seattle Foodie Podcast. I also caught up on their show, the Mm -hmm. Seattle Foodie Podcast, which is Nelson Lau and Monica Beach at Moni B and at Nelson Eats. That's their Instagram. Those are their Instagram handles. Anyway, I caught up and they're doing these fun um, segments of like, what are you cooking at home? And Nelson made a fun jingle about that. So cute. Hey, Nelson. Missed you, buddy. Yeah, and he sends his well wishes. He wanted to know what you were up to. I told him what you were up to, but I'm not going to say it because you're going to tell us. Yeah, yeah, cool. And what about um, Pink and Posy Quinn? Quinn Win, yeah. Hello, she, Quinn. She um, was, you guys will probably notice she was on our last episode 
um, talking all about her entrepreneurial journey and her pursuit and her business, Pink and Posy, um, where she has the most beautiful flower paper range. Flowers. Paper flowers. Yeah. And uh, she, oh my God, what a powerhouse. Like she has some really cool ideas about how to create accountability. And I was super impressed. So hopefully you enjoyed that episode. Yes. Any others? Yeah. And we have an upcoming episode with Joe Severson. We're going to do an interview with him. He's a musician and also he has his own construction business, but he's been a musician for a long time in the Seattle scene. And he's, you know, been on tour and had a bunch of bands over the years. He has a new band. It's actually not new. It's been out. He's had it for a few years called Floored Faces and they have a new album out. So we're going to talk to him next week all about what life is like being a musician, what it's like to have a business. And he had a really tough time there for, for a little bit. So we'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to catch up with him and hear cool. all about I can't him. wait to catch up with Joe. That's awesome. We know Joe from eight, when we were 18 years old. Yeah. And, but I did not know him as well as you did. So I'm going to be like getting to know him a little bit for the first time. Like all of the rest of you will be too. Yeah. Yeah. He's super, super cool. Super cool guy. Um, and he will be the first musician that we've actually interviewed. So I'm excited about that. That's excellent. And then I had the privilege of being interviewed on Aaron Schlein's new podcast that he co-hosts called um, Travel Unites Us. I'm going to do a bonus episode and link that up so you guys can um, listen to that if you want. And so check out his new podcast. Um, It's all about, you know, trying to connect as a community in the travel space um, during this sort of this time of everyone staying at home. So super cool. So that's cool. Great. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Can't wait to listen to the entire thing. It was, that was really fun. That was great. It was awesome. It got a little emotional, but that's true to form for me. Yeah. Our nurse on the front lines. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God. It's hard to stay sane and um, stay safe. So it's, I'm, I'm glad that you share that side with the rest of us who are not quite as in actual danger as you are. And you should tell us how it's been lately at work so we can have a an idea of what's really going on on the front line. Mm. Um, well, I, I just pulled an all nighter, which maybe I'll save. I'll save that alley. I'll save it. Why? Cause I want to try into my meltdown. Oh, does it? Well, yeah. we can do meltdowns first. Okay. Let's do that. Well, I'm just going to be honest. I feel like I'm a little blow punch drunk, just a little punchy. I'm not drunk. I haven't, drank anything i'm just a little like uh totally sleep deprived i worked all night last night um stayed up 24 hours and then slept for four and a half hours and now i'm up now i'm up talking to you yeah um i'm i just i'm just i'm super loopy town so it's not i'll guide you a little bit it's not a true meltdown (laughs) but yeah anyway i was up all night and working at the hospital and i was the PPE nurse. So I was basically went to all the units, all the floors in the hospital and just made sure they had what they needed in terms of personal protective equipment. So I spent some time in the COVID ICU last night. So wow. Those are some really sick, sick individuals. So did you have more this week than you had last yeah. week? Do you think? Yeah, we did. We had more in the ICU. 
and less in the acute care setting. So we had overall less patients um, in the hospital, but more of them were in the ICU. We supposedly have hit our peak in Seattle. Right. So I heard that too. Well, I believe that based on the numbers, I just feel like we're going to be living with COVID-19 for a while. Yeah, um, I think we are too. And I think that we're going to be um, gradually getting back to life as, as usual. It's, it's going to take some time. And so people should just be holding their horses real tight, <laughs> you know, because it just isn't going to be quite the same again. No, not for a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. In case, until we get some vaccinations out there. I think my meltdown though, is that I'm now a, now a TikToker. Oh I'm yeah. Now, <laughs> now entered on TikTok and, uh, I probably shouldn't be since I'm over 40, but fuck it. I'm having a fun time. And if you have well, an experience, yeah, go ahead. if you have an experience TikTok, it's really funny. It's a fun way to pass your time. Yeah. And it's just like short little videos, right? Yeah. Like 15 second videos and you can like dance, uh, lip sync, um, <laughs> do funny little clips. So, and what, you, what have you been doing? I've been doing, I've been doing the lip syncing to like, mm, like audio, weird audio and a little bit of music. So I <laughs> can't wait to see it. Yeah. I sent you the three of them that I've made. Well, I know I was making my cocktail, so I didn't oh. have time. What are you, what are you drinking? I'm having a pina colada. I wanted sort of a celebratory flavored drink, you know? Yeah. And what are we celebrating? Oh you my are- God. We're selling my first week of work at my new job, which I love. Woo-hoo. I'm nice so job, Ellie. Thank you. So yeah, I have had such a great experience and everybody is very kind and warm and accommodating and collaborative. And so I've been having an awesome experience so far. Well, congratulations. What a time to start a new job. Oh yeah. It's definitely like downtime before the, uh, for the calm before the storm, so to speak. Have you been going into the office or have you been doing stuff from home? Like, what has that been like? Yeah. So I'm back in the office and I haven't uh, been there for about a month and a half. Like many of you guys in mid-March, I stopped going into work. I was telecommuting like a lot of people um, have been asked to do. But now um, I work in a clinic that's more of a essential service line in, in healthcare. And so we're seeing patients in the morning and then I'm in the, um, doing telecommuting in the afternoon, but you know, they have such great protocols for, you know, employees who enter the medical center and, um, screening, you know, patients who enter the medical center. So I actually really feel pretty safe and comfortable and they have PPE for us to wear and things like that. So, um, yeah, things are going great and the commute is phenomenal. You know, I get into work in 30 minutes. I get home in like 15 minutes. It's pretty amazing. So I'm stoked. I'm on cloud nine. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. I had a crazy. Oh my God. 
a crazy meltdown this week because I am part of a timeshare community with RCI. Mm-hmm. And RCI is supposedly the largest timeshare community in the world. And I don't know if many people know what you have to do to be part of a timeshare, but you essentially own, like partially own a property and ours is in Lake Chelan. And um, it's in a month in, in Lake Chelan where it's not super fun to go because it's not the greatest weather. It's in April. And so we usually trade it for another vacation location like anywhere in the world. And so that can be kind of cool. But you, there's like all these fees and dues and like there's a membership fee and then there's a combining fee that you need to do to combine your weeks. Cause each week that you submit for, um, trading is yeah. like worth 10 credits. And then if you want to put three weeks together, you could get 30 credits, but there's a combining fee. And then there's an exchange fee for international travel. So you have to pay for that. And then so what I was really pissed off about was that, you know, we had planned to go to Las Vegas right. for spring break. Right. And because of COVID-19, the resorts were forced to close. Mm-hmm. And so um, I got this like $478 coupon or credit. They're like, oh, we're not going to give you your money back, but you can have a credit You're or like, a coupon. And I'm like, okay, that you can use whenever you're booking your next vacation. So I'm like, okay, well, let's go to Hawaii in November or December or whatever, or yeah. Mexico or whatever. So I'm trying to book something else. And it's like, okay, your total due is $105. And I'm like, no, it happened to that $478, you know, right. that you're going to pull from. Oh, no, this is just the combining fee. This is a combining fee. So <laughs> that's on top of... Whatever, and I'm like, no, like there's 478 fucking dollars sitting in my fucking account. Yeah, so why don't you just pull it from there? Yeah, you know, and then I'm, I'm chatting with this stupid, stupid. I will not say C U N T, but that's what I forgot to say. And I was so, and I was just like, oh, and by the way. They were like, and they're like, oh, and your membership fees are up. And I'm like, you're just trying to fucking piss me off at this point. I was like, oh, well, why don't you use the $478 for my membership fee? And I'll get a whole new being a member for $99. That that brings me down to $378. Just use my, oh no, we don't use that coupon for that. I was livid. I was so, I was like, give me your fucking manager's name. Give me your, give me an email, you know, just, oh yeah. my God. And they're like, everybody is being fucking cool right now you know like giving people a fucking break with this shit because they know how difficult COVID-19 the pandemic has been for everybody everybody is being fucking cool but these cocksuckers these fucking pricks just need to be so fucking done I'm so I was just so mad and I just really laid into them (laughs) Oh, good for you. I, I feel like the timeshare industry mm. is, is, um, well, I just feel it's like they try to just get you mm-hmm. and, and take you off oh, yeah. you got and rake, you, rake you over the coals. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, sorry about that. This is just fucking terrible karma too. Cause I like 
had a big fight with my sister about getting the the condo, getting the timeshare, any you know, in my name in the first place. And so then she finally gave it to me, and now I'm stuck with it. And I've been stuck with this, you know, thing for the last you know eight years. And I'm just I don't know. I'm just fed up with it. We we found a way to like work around it most of the time, but it's like, <sighs> well, fucking assholes. Sorry. Anyway, that, that they didn't hold their end of the bargain. So yeah. wait, what ended up happening? Did you reserve something for November or December? No, because I'm not going to throw good money after bad. I, I refuse to do that. I'm not going to. Because you know what? There's so much uncertainty. We don't know yeah. if this is going to happen again. Yeah. So am I going to put another $150 towards a Hawaii reservation and then have that go sideways and then be like, mm, guess what? Another coupon. Yeah. Do you, you know, you did your membership fee and like that was an extra $100. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to spend all this shit on getting these freaking reservations made that are just going to fall through. And then you're going to be like, we win. Mm-hmm. We win no matter what. You know? Yeah. And it's just such bullshit. The problem is, is that's a giant, giant organization with so or company with so much um, bureaucracy. And then so. Yeah, I know. And, and I wish John Oliver would talk about it on the show. I might email John what would, Oliver. What would John Oliver say? Isn't he? Oh, my God. He would just rip it to shreds. He'd be like, you know what? <laughs> Everybody is being cool. Yeah. You yeah. know, about this, but this fucking company is just still going after people. RCI. Okay. Yeah. Don't join them. Don't get sucked in. Yeah. Um, my rant is over. I just okay. let it go. I was like, dude, there's nothing I can do about this. It's beyond my, you know, mm-hmm. scope of control. I'm just, you know, making myself sick over it for no reason. So I'm just going to save it till another day. We lost a grand um, from not going to Mexico. And what on airline tickets? No, no, on a hotel. And um, but you know, I mean, it's my fault from this because it was a non-refundable reservation, um, which was fucking stupid of me to do that. But um, I didn't even bother finding it because it was you know in written in print. Black and white. Black and white, non-refundable. So we were, were able to recoup the money for our airline airfare, but um, not as credit, not, you know, not back to yeah. our bank account. But I mean, tons and tons and tons of people are, you know, I'm sure lost money on their travel arrangements. And also probably, I mean, the travel industry is fucking hemorrhaging money and will probably not recover for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. Uh, there could be some reform done. And I, I wonder what Aaron and uh, Matt Kepnos would have to say about that because they really, you know, like airline tickets and shit like that. People are being gouged for a lot yeah. of shit along the way. Mm. So we'll see what kind of bailouts those fucking giants will get. Mm. Well, I can't wait for the travel industry to come back and for us to get back out there. I know, traveling. Get on travel. On the road again. On the road again. One, two, three.
on the road, road again. I just can't wait, wait to, to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friend. I, just I can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we did a very good job with that. We I, did, I think we did. Did right. you? I mean, we. I think for you in your state, you did. For me, darn fine. You did a delirious, a delirious state of mind. Yeah. Wow. So then we're going to turn gears. To, yeah, we're going to cut to. To what we're going to talk about. Yep. So we're going to talk about 10 ways to boost your self-confidence. And mm-hmm. why did you and what want to talk about this? I mean, I'm, I always, I mean, I could always boost my self-confidence because I mean, I suffer from self-doubt. I mean, who doesn't suffer from self-doubt? And yeah, I think we all do. I think, yeah, the reason why I talked about it, because I, I just spent the, uh, some time um, during the, uh, you know, COVID-19 break we've had. Uh, and I reread through all of my like early 20s journals. I probably have about seven of them. And, you know, there's, there's this like reoccurring theme of confidence that yeah. kind of comes up multiple times in multiple arenas. So like professional and like academic and relationship and emotion, you know, like friendship, confident, you know, like all of these things. It's like, mm, you know, and then I think that you go in waves too. Like you have confident periods of time in your life. And so mm-hmm. I was just kind of curious if confidence is something that can be built, if there are people that are just generally more confident than others, or if it's just something that you have to work on or whatever. So I was just kind of curious about that particular topic as it relates to me, myself, and I. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it, it, it also relates to what we do on the podcast and like launching businesses and whether or not you think your idea is good enough. And totally, you know, what, what sets people who actually, achieve the goals that they set out to, or the people who just like continually like, "Mm, no, I don't think I can make it or I'm not confident enough in this idea. So it it plays into, I think this podcast. Definitely. So we pulled out this article from entrepreneur magazine um, called 10 things that you can do to boost your self-confidence or boost self-confidence. It's written by Chris Dunn. He's the founder and CEO of Skill Incubator. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, nobody's born with limitless self-confidence. If someone seems to have incredible self-confidence, it's because he or she has worked on building it for years. Self-confidence is something that you can learn to build up because the challenging world of business and in life in general can deflate it. Exactly. Okay. So rule number one or skill number one visualize yourself as you want to be what the mind can conceive and believe and believe it can achieve napoleon hill i think andrew's read some napoleon hill visualization is the technique of seeing an image of yourself that you are proud of in your own mind when we struggle with low self-confidence we have a poor perception of ourselves that is often inaccurate practice visualizing a fantastic version of yourself achieving your goals so do you do this on a how daily basis or I, I do this, not da- daily, but I do, I have a practice kind of like this. Do you do something like this, Allie? No, 
I don't. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You've done vision boarding, right? Yeah, but that's different than I think like thinking about yourself the way you want to be in your mind and just kind of like mentally doing it and like who you want to be. I think my visualization board was about the life I want to have. Okay. You know, and the things and the, you know, yeah, uh, maybe that my personhood. I, I mean, I don't do this all the time, but I sometimes will sit down and I'll like in my, as my morning meditation, I'll sit and envision myself as if, you know, in this future career, Rob's home. <laughs> yeah, I've been a little noisy too. We um, can maybe Rob, cut off those parts. Yeah. Um, but I do vision my envision myself in, in the future. And I also do this thing where I, I'm, I practice gratitude for my future self too, which is kind of woo-woo. I'm grateful for my the fact that I can... You guys are going to, well, if you've been listening, this is not going to be a surprise to you, but Mm -hmm. if like, I'm grateful for my, um, the fact that I can travel the world and get paid for it, you know, Uh like that's, you know, that's the life that I want to have eventually, obviously thing we're challenged now, but it's still, I think, you know, someday the world will get back to where we can travel. Um, so anyway, but that's just an example. Of, of visualizing what you want to do, trying to see yourself in the future. Yeah, that's a good practice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I can start that one. Affirmations affirm yourself. Affirmations are a powerful tool to deliberately install desired beliefs about yourself. This is by Nikki Carnavale. I don't know who she is. Um, we tend to behave in accordance with our own self image. So to trick ourselves, um, to making lasting changes is to change how we view ourselves. So, I mean, you know, I think, into, I mean, that goes back to listening to your inner critic and I, which actually I think is another point in here, but like telling yourself, um, positive affirmations, mm-hmm. like Jack Handy. No, <laughs> Jack Handy. no, it was, it was, uh, who was it on SNL who would say, I, I love myself. I yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Jack Candy. Was it? Yeah. I know it was like Deep Thoughts by Jack Candy. Jack Candy. Yeah. And then there was a guy who would sit in the mirror. Anyway, I, <laughs> I need to do that. Oh, I have a funny anecdote to share about this. Um, because okay. my me and my kid, my 10-year-old Wilder, who was um, so we put him in his room and and he of course started like doing stuff and he put up on his wall every single like achievement that he had gotten from his school career, like all these like good attendance awards and his report cards and his, um, you know, good citizenship and academic achievement. And I was like, I wonder if I had done something like this and put up every award that I'd ever gotten since I was a child up around myself, just as a reminder of, of all of the little achievements that I've made in my life that I should be proud of and think about mm-hmm. that. I like, I'm pretty dismissive of in my own mind. Most of the time, how would that make me feel? And how would that impact my confidence and things like that? And I was like, you know, we don't, I don't know why, but maybe it's just me, but I, I don't, you know, think of myself in a way that's like, I don't know. 
like, I'm really smart. I'm really good at my job. And I, you know, it's maybe more, um, but we are. We're mm-hmm. actually really successful and really good at what we do. And yeah. And it's just like we don't have as many reminders as maybe we need to. But it was just an interesting exercise that I kind of went through in my own mind. Yeah, that is interesting. I was just thinking about how you were very accomplished ballerina. Um oh, and- yeah, swimmer. I was good at that too. Yeah. In your young, younger years. And you, you know, um, I feel like you can accomplish whatever you put your mind to. Yes. And anyone can. Yeah. Um, but I think it's one of those things that I, it was just kind of like, just having to think about, um, all of the great things that we've achieved that we, that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. But everything is an achievement. I mean, I think that especially when you have children, you realize that, oh my gosh, holding your neck up <laughs> is an achievement. Yeah. You know, learning how to eat food and walking. And like, these are tiny little things that everybody takes for granted when you're, when you do it all day long, every day, yeah. um, and you're a grown up. But with all of these little wins and successes and growth moments build upon each other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just forget to forget to remember how great we are. Oh, you're great out there, listener. You're great. Tell yourself you're great. Okay. Yes. Number three, do one thing that scares you every day. So if you're always living in, um, and I've talked about this, like living in a fear state, um, doing something outside of your comfort zone can kind of like help you overcome this fear. So the best way to overcome fear is to face it head on and, so the more that you do something that you are fearful of, um, you're just like exercising a muscle. Mm-hmm. So it just gets easier over, over time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm, I mean, for some people it's going to be easier than others, but I mean, I remember when we were going to put out this podcast and I was so fucking scared about it, you know, yeah. about when we were actually releasing it, you know? Yeah, totally. Of who, yeah. Are, who are we? And, who and Lane, like, anyway, just are we important enough to be doing this? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. And how, who am I to have an opinion about anything? And but whatever, any yeah. you can, you know, there's no rules about this. And I've grown a lot over mm-hmm. putting this together and doing this with you and, and challenging ourselves and reaching out to guests I would never think would ever be on our show. and um, and learning new about new topics and reading new books and, and new yeah. technologies and um, adapting and you know so it's just an encouragement to just try to do something new yeah and then overcome your fear yep what's next here on the list though question your inner critic oh god yeah that's my worst it says you have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked try approving of yourself and see what happens. Louise L. Hay. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm the worst. I totally think I'm the worst for myself. So Girl. you just got to stop doing that. Strategies such as cognitive behavioral therapy help you to question your inner critic and look for evidence to support or deny the things that your inner critic is saying to you. For example, if you think that you're a failure, ask yourself, what evidence is there to support the thought that I'm a failure? And what evidence is there that doesn't support the thought that I'm a failure. Yeah. 
Yeah. And find opportunities to congratulate, compliment, and reward yourself, even for the smallest successes. I'm the role I did last night. I had never done it before. And I was like, you know, like thinking, oh, you're going to fuck this up. You're going to tell somebody the wrong thing and they're going to make a bad decision. And then you're going to make them get COVID-19, you know, in this like PPE nurse role, you know? Right. And, uh, um, that's not, that was not true. That was not a reality. I was, I, you know, and I'm, especially if there are stakes at, at, at hand, um, I'm, a, I'm thorough, I'm detail oriented and I want to give people the facts, but like walking in, I was like, Oh shit. Fuck. You know, am I going to do this right? And whatever. Yeah. It yeah. Was fine. It was good. fine. It was fine. And so I just had to challenge my inner critic, but it's, it's always there, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Hard to ignore. All right. What is the next one? Take cinco. Yep. Take the hundred days of rejection challenge. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. <gasps> Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, that's powerful, huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Jai Jang. Jai Jang has become famous for recording his experience of busting fear by purposefully making crazy requests of people in order to be rejected over 100 days. His purpose was to desensitize himself to rejection after he became more upset than he expected over rejection from a potential investor. Busting mm -hmm. fear isn't easy to do, but if you want to have fun while building your self-confidence, it's a powerful way to do it. Andrew read that book. Oh, really? He liked it. He liked it. I mean, because what does it matter at the end of the day anyway, right? Like, what yeah. if we get rejected? It doesn't, like, that goes back to that taking things personally thing. Like, yeah. you know, if somebody rejects us, it's not necessarily, it's not personal, maybe it's just business. Or we don't have to apply meaning to it, right? Yeah, that's absolutely the point. All right, number six. To establish true self-confidence, oh, set yourself up to win. To establish true self-confidence, we must concentrate on our successes and forget about the failures and the negatives in our lives. Too many people are discouraged about their abilities because they set themselves goals that are too difficult to achieve, set by starting yourself small goals, like atomic habits, sorry, setting small <laughs> goals that you can win easily. Yeah. I mean, we often bite off way more than we can chew. Like I haven't run a marathon, which is, I've been saying for a long time, but you know, maybe <laughs> going running is okay. <laughs> Just getting Yeah. Up. Yeah, it is. It's enough. Yeah. Um, or like, yeah. I want this podcast to be the biggest, most successful podcast in the world. Well, it's, you know, it's a podcast that has it's not, it's but, not that <laughs> it has a but, it, listenership. Yeah. It so, sure does. Thank we you found everybody our for listening. We did. Yeah. We found our niche and we're definitely a success at what we do. Oh, Allison. I think we are. And I think oh. our listeners would think so too. Are you know that Pixie song, right? Allison. Hmm. Allison. Allison. Do you know that song? Um, no, but I know like an Elvis Costello one, isn't it? Or no, maybe that's Alice. I don't know. No, I'm going to send you that. Okay. Alice. Send it to me. Okay. 
Sorry, I got sidetracked. Okay. Helping someone else. Helping someone else often enables us to forget about ourselves and to feel grateful for what we have. It also feels good when you're able to make a difference for someone else. Instead of focusing on your own weaknesses, volunteer to mentor, assist, or teach another, and you'll see your self-confidence grow automatically in the process. That's a really good one. I know. That is a really good one. I feel like it's super relevant right now too. You know, there are a lot of people that need help. Um, A lot of people Mm -hmm. have lost their jobs. A lot of people who are elderly, who live in your community, who are your neighbors, they need some additional um, help. So you can actually like make that happen right now. And Mm -hmm. so um, I would say, yeah, I always feel better. I always feel better about myself when I help other people. Oh, here comes Rufus. (laughs) <laughs> a little click clack uh, of the ooh. toenails. Do you want to read number eight? Rufus. Yeah. Care for yourself. Okay. Self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have. The gift I was put on earth to offer others. Parker Palmer. Oh. Self-confidence depends on a combination of good physical health, emotional health, and social health. It's hard to feel good about yourself if you hate your physique or constantly have low energy. Make time to cultivate great exercise, eating and sleeping habits. In addition, dress the way you want to feel. You have heard um, the saying, clothes make the man. Build your self-confidence by making the effort to look after your own needs. Yeah, I feel... You know, I'm feeling my best when I'm exercising, when I'm getting good sleep, mm-hmm. um, and when I'm cultivating my relationships with friends. And, and uh, yeah, so I can honestly relate to that a lot. Mm-hmm. Self-care. I agree. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Rachel. And I remember like thinking after we were talking to her, what was her last name? Oh, oh shit! Oh no! I was trying to. Sorry. Rachel. You're showing. You're showing Rob your TikTok. No. He's <laughs> trying to turn it off. Turn. I was trying to do something to my phone. Rachel, which Rachel? Rachel Welsh. Oh, Reagan Walsh. God, why do I always? I have always thought of her as Reagan. Rachel. Okay, so maybe you want to recall Raquel Welsh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Reagan. Yeah. Reagan Walsh. Yes. Yeah. So Reagan Walsh. Um, remember when she was talking about parenting and I was like, I wonder what I what kind of a person and a parent I'd be if I put myself first. My life would change dramatically for the better. Yeah. So that's a good one. Create personal uh, yeah. And then oh my gosh, you just segue to create personal boundaries. So learn to say no. Teach uh-huh. others to respect your personal boundaries. Um, my, I have a follow-up question for you. Mm-hmm. How have you done? Cause remember she was said, she said, you actually need to put yourself first, then your partner, then your kids. I've been doing actually really well. Cause I've been kind of partnering with like that atomic habit book. We, we read mm-hmm. was like just the little, like waking up 15 minutes early, getting a teeny tiny workout in. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel a lot better, even though it's a small workout, but yeah. it's like, habit now and I feel good about it so I think it's a win Mm -hmm. you know um I think we have two more right no this is the last one we are just like nine create personal boundaries number 10 
I guess a little follow-up to that is never be bullied into silence. Allow yourself to be made, never allow yourself to be made a victim. Accept no one's definition of your life, but define yourself. Harvey Bernstein, not Harvey Weinstein. Sorry. No. Okay. Um, Shift into an equality mentality. I think you should. What's that? That's a brand new one. Hold on. Let me look. Let me go back to it. Um, hold on here. Oh, I can't grab it. Oh gosh. Yeah. So can you read it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marilyn Monroe says wanting to be someone else is a waste of the person you are. Oh, that's, um, reminds me of, um, Joseph Campbell's quote, the gift of a lifetime is being who you are. You know, we always compare ourselves to other people, people Mm -hmm. with low confidence see others as better, more deserving than themselves. But instead, of carrying this perception is see yourself as someone being equal to everyone. You are no more deserving. No one is more deserving than you or, or, you know, we're all sort of, um, equal opportunists. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything is available to all of us. So, you know, we've talked about comparing ourselves to other people before mm-hmm. and that conundrum that we get in when we're, when we think, um, we compare it, you know, other ourselves to other people. And then also, um, think that other people are better than ourselves or we're in this insecure place and, um, we need to shift to an equality mentality. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody has a place and a voice at the table because all that diversity, um, of perspective and life experience and education and knowledge and culture adds kind of value. Yeah. Right. Right. We are all our own unique being with our own unique perspectives and tons of gifts to offer to the world. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's ours for the taking in a, yeah. I mean, in the equinim, in the equi, nope, nope. I might go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking about equanimity. I was thinking about, (laughs) <laughs> egalitarian uh-huh. uh, anyway any takeaways for you so you know going into your new job mm-hmm. are you going to try to practice some of this stuff oh hell yeah I'm, I think I already am I and mean, it feels really good to just be doing it automatically and and like just you know speaking up in meetings and sending out new new ways of new little tools and asking for feedback and let me know how that goes and not being intimidated around physicians and just being like, you know, they, they need someone like me, you know, they need a manager. They expect me to be good at it. And I, and I am good at it. So, um, I just have to trust that Mm -hmm. and just be okay. And, And so, yeah, this is an interesting time and a great experiment, but, um, I think it's going really well so far. Um, but we want to hear from our listeners too. Um, yeah. About things that you would like us to talk about. We're covering a lot of good content this year. And we'd love to hear about your struggles, your meltdowns, and other topics that you'd like to us to discuss. And send us an email. We'd love to hear from you and how you're doing during the pandemic. Yeah, let's throw out some names here. Eric Arena, what's up with you? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, Shane Jones, how are you mm-hmm. doing? Um, yeah. Uh, Dr. Dr. Duick and Dr. J, 
Oh, what's yeah, that Chris name? Greenwood. What Vita Integrated Health. Um, Sunga. Mm-hmm. What's going on over there? Hey, oh, Leah Buck. What's what's up with you? Are you still working at Life? Nope. Where are you working, Katrina? <laughs> <laughs> we we have a lot of listeners out there. Oh, let us yeah. know. Let us yeah. know. We want to hear from you. We do. Yeah, James and Katie Rebar. I mentioned Chris Greenwood. I still feel like we got to have Rochelle Rochelle Purcell on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a small business owner in Renton who we grew up with. Yeah. Um, so we want to hear from some of our some of our people. Um, yeah, what's right in email us Albert over in Yemen. No, Jordan, they're over in Jordan. And Melissa, what are you doing? Are you still in Peru? So, yeah, come on, anyway. we want to hear some. We, we need some contact, some connection <laughs> from our people, just like everybody else does. We need some human contact. We sure do. Okay, right. we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes. Um, Stay safe. Stay healthy. Yeah. We love you. Okay. We love you. Peace Peace out. out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts. You can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening.